You're listening to Hey Pal, What's New with John, Alex, and Greg. Hey Pal, What's New is a product of Sack of Sin Entertainment. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and all other social media platforms. Hey Pal, What's New can be found on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and all other podcast locations. Or check us out at sackofsin.com or heypalwhatsnew.com. Warning, Hey Pal, What's New contains explicit content. John, Alex, and Greg are a pair of vulgar Gen Xers. If you are easily offended, please stop listening and go download a nice tame podcast like the Goop Podcast. You have been warned. I want to go home and find my wife wearing just a Hey Pal What's New t-shirt and nothing else. We don't have to. Just ah, fuck it, leave it up. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. Oh, hey now, hey now, you're an all star. Oh, oh, oh he, what hey happened? now, you're an all star. What He's happened? Dead. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh no, what happened? Oh boy. Hey everybody, guess what? It's hey pal. <laughs> What's new? I'm Greg, and that's John Alex over there. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, we're a little late today. Um, we're at the GBR so Studios. The We've been having some audio issues lately in the past couple of weeks, but, uh, you know, we're all tired, and uh, everything is okay, and we're going to get through this and give you some sweet, sweet content, because we got a lot of stuff you, to talk about. Do you know about. why we have audio issues? Why is that? We're fucking hacks. <laughs> of course we are. Download those ringtones now. Hey, pal, what's new? That's um right. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we're at GBR Studios. We got cats. We got uh, girlfriends. We got kids. We got slow down. I don't have a girlfriend. <sighs> I can barely handle my wife. Yaguma, <laughs> <laughs> the, the cat. <laughs> the cat's my girlfriend. But guys, I am a cat. Anyway, um, yeah. So we're we're still we're still gonna bring in that sweet sweet content because there's a lot of stuff out there to talk about. We didn't watch a lot of movies, but there's a lot of music. There's a lot of trailers. Somebody punch me in the taint, please. <laughs> All right, come over here, sweet tits. Oh, wow. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, we're hanging right. in there. Yeah, we're, we're professionals here. We don't care. No, we're not. We're Look. fucking hacks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, that's ha- our- I have to clue everybody into. Last week when I was editing the episode, there was one spot where I'm trying to cut these two things together, mm-hmm. and the spot where it comes back in is you You keep saying, but, uh, uh-huh. but, uh, but, uh, and after a while, it starts to sound like butter, and, but, uh. Yeah. Okay. But uh so then I just went Smooth like but uh like criminal undercover don't pop like trouble breaking into your heart like that. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea you were the uh the 11th member of BTS. That's right. I'm I'm big in the K-pop, man. When, when when they're all in the Korean army serving uh tours in the Korean army, Greg just steps in. I sing. just, you know, sometimes I got to drop it out. There's Joey Fatone and then there's me. Oh, Joey I'm the, Fatone. I'm the only, I'm the fat one in that band. <laughs> That's funny. But anyway, yeah, we, we finally made it after some technical issues. You know, we're hanging in there for you. But, uh, you know, we could just talk about, we could start it off with our usual, uh, hey, pal, uh, what's new with you? Anything? School, kids' cars breaking down, call me at midnight to come freaking help them change a tire. You know what? We were talking about that. I hate to sound like the old man yelling at clouds, but it's like, my parents didn't teach me how to do shit. <laughs> and no. They didn't help me with shit. Not, I'm not saying about my mom, but like my father, especially, like, he used to get mad because he was like, oh, you change, why don't you change your order? He's like, my mom would be like, you never taught him how to freaking change a tire. Oh, dude, I figured it out on myself. I've tried to teach my son how to change the oil, how to change a tire, how to all that stuff and, and, and how to do brakes on the car. And you just yeah. get the, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. You know, because he's, you know, when they're in, hit their 20s or their early, you know, late teens, they, they know everything. Yes. Remember when you were in college and uh, you wanted to save the world? Um, we're saving that for episode 69. Oh. I thought boy. I was going to save the world with my sperm. Oof. <laughs> right now, there's about 5,000 Fatakai's running around from the sperm donor. <laughs> no, there's about 5 billion Fatakai in the water system of Oneonta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Episode 69 is coming out soon, man. That's when, you know, when episode 69 drops on the Patreon, I expect all you clowns to go out there and subscribe to the Patreon because. That is going to be a humdinger. We're going to order the Yes Daddy uh, ski masks. 
We'll do a topless. We'll talk about all kinds of weird stuff. You think we talk about weird stuff on here? Just wait, kids. So, how was your week? My week was uh, fun, dandy. It was, uh, yeah, it was just more work and sales training. You know, getting better. It's it's almost like going back to school, man. It's it's pretty cool, actually. Back um, to school. Yeah, so, back so. to school. Oh, we'll get into that later. We got a movie we saw that's got uh, Mr. Wabadidooly. <laughs> I wish I could make a freaking fortune on that. I, doing I'm, I'm going to tell you, there's one thing in that movie that annoyed the shit out of me, and I would have enjoyed it much more if it wasn't for that. Well, we'll get into that. We'll get to that. Later, because it was so funny, because I revealed the one movie that I did see that was new, and John Alex is like, I saw that, too. I was like, I thought I was the only one. All right. Do you want to get into the news while we're at it there, Jackson Brown? Or, or as Gregory would say, you want to get into the NEWS? Uh, John, you got any news? Okay. Oh, boy. Let's, let's just start off with some... I wish I had that. I will remember you. R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett, all you fucking parrot heads out there. Where the hell's my so parrot? <laughs> last week's episode was fuck the Swifties. Yeah. This week's episode is going to be officially fuck the parrot heads. F- fuck that parrot. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the parrot heads. Fuck the locker parrot. Cheeseburger and Don't paradise. know what I'm talking about. Go check out the animation that we did for the locker parrot. About oh. the kid who brought that fucking parrot to school in his locker. Fuck off, motherfucker! That's a goddamn man in a parrot suit. <laughs> yeah, man, you got don't be sleeping on these animations, man. We're kicking them out here, and uh, yeah, old Jimmy Buffett. I was not a fan, but Me neither. I, you know, just a cheeseburger in paradise. I know there's a Margaritaville down in Myrtle Beach. That's about there's as a, much Jimmy Buffett as I can take. There's a Margaritaville in Jamaica. Oh, forget it. It's everywhere. I remember coming back from Jamaica, my ex-wife. Decided to get a cheeseburger in paradise and uh, bring it on the plane and stank up the whole freaking plane. <laughs> and that was just your bo. Yeah, exactly. And you think that's <laughs> you think that stunk? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, hey, it was so funny because uh, at, at practice yesterday we we're doing our set list and stuff, and uh, Lisa looks at me and is like, "Guess what? We got to put back in the set Margaritaville." I'm like. So even in death, well, they screw you. Well, are you going to put in, hey, now, you're a dead star. Get, yes. Well, get buried and go away. Yeah. I feel yeah. like just a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about him losing his fucking mind on stage, right? That was him, right? Yeah, that was a few years ago. I mean, everybody goofed because he played that beer and wine festival and he was, you fucking know, hammered. Zeke Heiling and hammered and stuff. And yeah, old Steve Hernell, uh, dead at like 56 man yeah well liver fr- liver failure actually when you when you dig deep into it and it's funny because when we talked about it a few years ago we're like oh look at the smash mouth guy the shrek guy is all drunk whatever he really had it he was really battling the booze man oh boy was he liver failure at 56 57? yeah 56 or 50 50 50 well i mean your kid dying young will do that to you yeah, yeah, I heard about that too. So you oh, know, how'd your parents die? Yeah, it, it gets sad. So I mean, as much as we like to goof on people and stuff, you know, even on the uh, Jimmy Buffett, fuck you, you're old. Well, and, and those two deaths <laughs> at, overshadowed the third death, which was and you didn't even know about this one, Gary Wright, the Dreamweaver guy. Dreamweaver. I, I know, don't know the see? rest of the song. So that that's what always happens. It's like when you're in a plane. And you're always look like the famous people will always look around because it's like if this plane crashes, who are they gonna say die first? Oh, Jesus Christ! You know? like, like there was one comedian that was talking about like he was on a plane and then like uh, just, like Brad Pitt was on it. He's like, well, if this plane goes down, they ain't gonna mention my name. No. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know that we the big joke. Uh, uh, I can't even reach it. Hold on a second, kids. Oh, we gotta get a. Back in the, uh, the back in the POS days, we used to we wrote this song because <laughs> Freddie Mercury, when he passed, he died on the same day as Eric Carr from Kiss. Who's Eric Carr? What? Oh, exactly. Eric, yeah, the Kiss guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was a phenomenal drummer. He was great. He was the Fox and Kiss and stuff like that. And uh, we had a whole song about I, I forget the lyrics, but it's like, "You were the fox, you were the hawk." <laughs> <laughs> 
but nobody, nobody gave cared. a shit because oh, we called it mustache. Oh, mustache. I would just go mustache. Um, but yeah, you know, that's what you got to be careful of. It's like you know, oh, when I die, everybody's gonna call me a legend. Now, if you die next to somebody who's a bigger legend, well, not not to step <laughs> on poor Dreamweaver. Speaking of music, not to step on your your toes with some music news. <sighs> Apparently, Puff Daddy. He has a new album coming out. Does he really? The yeah. P, the I, the D, but he, the D, he has the Y. He has decided he is going to take all that stuff from Bad Boy Records, um, all the catalog of uh, Mace, Faith, Faith Evans, 112, Locks, Notorious B.I.G., and sign the rights all back over to them or their families. That's pretty their, dope. All their music, which is cool. I'll, I'll give it up for the old P. Diddy, man. He's a, you know, he's a smart businessman. He's a... He was one of those guys that, like, he would surround himself with really good talent yep. and just go in the background and go, oh, yeah, oh, and he making millions, you know? So, But he was bad boy for life, man. Well, he, you know, I'll always give P. Diddy, except when he did that freaking Godzilla song. We're not going to talk about that. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. I don't know what happen. you're talking about when you sample freaking Zeppelin. We'll talk about being smart in business, fucking Taylor Swift's. You know, concert video. Swift the Roonies. The, the Swifties, that the video that cost ten to twenty million to make has already jacked up seventy million dollars in pre sales. And the fucking thing is even out. It made its money back and it has even started showing in theaters. I mean, you know, like I said, I'm not a, a, a big Taylor Swift fan. I can't, you know, but good on her, man. I mean, she's she dealt all that stuff where, you know, she was dealing with Scooter Braun and, and she couldn't get the rights to her albums back, so she goes like, you know what, I'm gonna re record them. Call them blah blah blah. Every album, every B track, every B side, re-recorded all our albums and just calls it Taylor's version. They sell like ten times as much. Oh yeah. And poor old Scooter Braun's like, eh, what happened? <laughs> well, I'm. I don't know. I always. Re- I'm always hesitant to bring up Star Wars news because I feel like we have Star Wars news and then all of a sudden a week later it's completely different. But yeah. there's another report of that Jude Law show, uh, Skeleton Crew is now being pushed into 2024. And they're not giving a reason, but we can only assume it's because of the SAG-AFTRA and Writers Guild strikes. SAG-AFTRA. And now SAG-AFTRA has also authorized the strike of the video game creation, video game artists, Yep. which is all your voice people that do all the voices in all your video games. You know that guy in Red Dead Redemption that's like, hey, give me back my horse! Yeah. That, you know, that guy's not going to be going, hey, give me back my horse! But if you people out there are listening, I am available for... We both are, yes. Gang, give me my fucking horse! <laughs> Get Mayor Bass there in the old red Hey, bed. I'm walking here. Hey, I'm walking here. There you go. I'm, I can do it. Yeah, sure. Get out of the way, you old cow pokes. <laughs> so, yeah. Also... Someone's been Someone's <laughs> I, I, I guess we won't be seeing Danny Master do, Masterson doing a guest appearance on that 90s show because he's serving 30 to life for what? For rapey rape 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 zippity bop bop boo in a and now everybody's making a big deal on what's making the rounds. Is I think it was uh, the Conan O'Brien show where he talks about how he doesn't have a Long Island accent. And he's like, people like to make fun of me saying, like, hi, I'm Danny Masterson. Would you like to touch my balls? <laughs> and then it gets into a whole thing like, why are you asking people to touch your balls? He's like, why not? He was a, yeah. I mean, and Conan's like, they're going to catch up to you. He goes, they probably will. <laughs> and they did. Oh, yeah. Sometimes that star power doesn't help. <laughs> oh, God, no. When it comes down to the old zapity zape, you well, can't do it. That's a, that's a, I'm going to give credit where credit is due. That's that thing Opie and Anthony used to talk about, the fucking perv switch. Oh, yeah. It's like you look at something like, oh, my God, I would love to fuck that. And then all of a sudden it's like, what makes you go, hey, and like reach out and just grab somebody? It's like, what switch gets flicked? Yeah, they would do this wrong shit. They were talking about the dentist when they put the kid, you know, the girls on there, and he's like, okay, I'm going to go over there and fix this more. Oh my God, I got to grab her tits. How do you get to that point? I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes yeah, you got to grab those boats. He, he got convicted two counts of rapey rape and Ooh. dodged the other, the third count. What does okay. it matter after two? I mean, yeah. it sucks for the victim in his third case. I forget what Kat and I were talking about. We were talking about some show, a show I haven't watched this, but we're talking about, you know, Outlander? Outlander! 
So there's a scene in the movie, in the TV show Outlander, where the main guy gets fucking raped by a guy in prison. Okay. And Kate was like, it was so graphic and brutal, I was so disturbed by it. Okay. And I was just like, you don't, like... Obviously, she didn't watch the 18 ep- uh, seasons of Oz. <laughs> and that's what I said to her. I was like, what, you act like you've never seen Oz? And she goes, no, this was worse than what you saw in Oz. Really? She goes, it was so graphic and real and, like, just... just it, she's like, I was disturbed watching it. I couldn't watch it. Worse than the accused on a pinball machine? I'm going to guess so, because... Worse what- than I spit on your grave? <laughs> Uh, I don't know about that. That one's pretty. Yeah, that one's pretty bad. Or uh, last house on the left. Oh Jesus! I know you play uh, Red Dead Redemption. That's your go-to game. Yes. Um, there's a game that's super popular. Even my kids know about. It. It's called Stray. It's it's about a cat in a city, and you're a stray cat wanderer on the city, and you have to do certain things. I don't know much about the game. I haven't played it. Okay. Um, but I'm intrigued now because they're turning it into a movie. You know, it's like... They'll turn anything into a movie. For years and years, every video game, movie, or TV adaptation sucked balls. The Last of Us comes out, now everybody's going to do it. Well, Well, you got that, and you got Super Mario Brothers that made a gazillion dollars. You know, now they're all coming. They're all coming. Same thing with anime. I was talking to my students today about it, because it's like every anime that they ever tried to convert into live action sucked. But now One Piece... They come out with that, and, and it's getting rave reviews, especially from the anime community, too. Yep. And fans of One Piece are, are on board with how well it was done, which gives me hope for the Avatar The Last Airbender series, because I would love to just erase that movie, the M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong movie. Oh, yeah. I just want to erase that from my memory. We'll put that with the da- uh, the Donnie Wahlberg Planet of the Apes. and it's fucking apes, man. It's goddamn ape. It's goddamn ape. <laughs> so that's all the news I got. John, you got any news? How dare you? How dare you, sir? <laughs> anyway, um, I don't have a Tolly's take this week, so... No, Tolly is we, a... We can get right into our shit. Well, gee, all of a sudden, that's weird. All of a sudden, Tolly's take comes out of, hey, pal, what's there? Next thing you know, he's got a ton of orders. Go out to GardenStatePicker.com. That's right, GardenStatePicker.com, and pick your Garden States. Tell him we sent I will, you. I will be seeing Tolly tomorrow. You, those of you listening to the audio version... I will have hung out with Tolly on Saturday Ooh. when this comes out on Monday. But right now it's Friday night. Tolly and I are going down to the, um, what is it, the Trenton Punk Rock Flea Market. Nice. Which is, there's music playing. There's tattoo artists giving tattoos. I think you had to make an appointment beforehand. Probably. There's people selling stuff like a flea market. But also, all the people from the Clerks movies... All the actors and Kevin, Jane, Silent Bob, Kevin Smith's going to be there um, doing autographs and everything. So him and I are going down there, Do not it. doing anything serious. You know, content. Content. I'll have stories to tell. Get, generate that content. All right. Anyway, so uh, I, I think we should probably go into. Uh... Now, hold on there one second here, young fella. I was thinking about maybe the two of us get down in the old pickup truck corner and hit one of them movie places oh. where we oh. can go see. That's right, kids. Trailers. There was actually a lot of trailers that came out that uh, that we were checking. The first one we should definitely talk about is they came out with another trailer for The Exorcist Beliba. Oh, yeah. Even more disturbing than the first one. Yeah, the first one was good. and I wasn't sold on it at first because I was like, The Exorcist has such a... a that's like the my all-time f- top scariest movie of all time. Like, right. that's just... I should have worn my Reagan shirt today, but I didn't. But you should uh, have. Why didn't you? But I just, I just didn't think. I didn't think, man. I don't know what's going on. But uh, they came out with another. And at first, when I first watched the first Exorcist Believer trailer, I was like, okay, I think it, it was that end part. It got better and better. And the second one now, I'm I'm totally sold now. I can't wait to see this movie. I don't know why. It's got to be better than. Exorcist two, <laughs> Electric Boogaloo, Exorcist three. I still, I still say is a great movie. Okay, you, it's it's you know it's it's a totally different. It's it's not like I wouldn't say it's like the Halloween three. Okay, but it's 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 definitely one that I would recommend. So 
yeah, it's looking creepy and, and good. I can't wait to see it. So, yeah, definitely check out that trailer. We put that up on the um, on the Hey Pal, What's New Facebook page. You can check that out, whatever you feel like. Uh, and also, the other one that we put up there that you sent me to was Gen V. Yes. Oh, that looks so good. Which, I, it, you know, it's so funny because with the boys, I don't. do they even say when the new season's coming out? No, but apparently this ties directly into the new season. So it's got to be Gen V comes out, and then when it finishes, they're going to go right into the boys. Yeah, because this was actually a spinoff that they did on that comic. Right. Um, that was out there. And there is one issue they talk about. It's kind of like the one from the boys season three. I forget what the name was. The orgy was like. one? Herogasm. Herogasm. There's another one, I think, in Gen V that's just as bad. The, all I'm going to say is the people who write the boys got to have some seriously fucked up shit going on upstairs. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. And I love I mean, it. We I all love think every this, second of it. We've all thought this shit reading comic books. Like, what is it really like? Like, not when they're fighting crime. What's like life like for a superhero with all that power? What, how do they not go fucking bonkers? And mm. this show, like, answers all those questions. But I don't know that I need that deep <laughs> Like, to come up with some of this shit. I mean, you've always heard the story, like, you know, how does Lois Lane and Superman have a kid? I bet his orgasms would fucking like, rip her apart. Yeah. But this, it's like... Well, we all know in Superman 2, he had he literally gave away his powers just so he can get in. Oh, yeah. He got it in, he took her in the Fortress of Solitude, gave her the old... Uh, and then next thing you know, then he had to get his powers back. He's like, oh, shit, the world's going to hell. Would you do that? Would you take away all your superpowers just so you could freaking shoot one? I don't know. No. No. <laughs> I'd rather be able to fly than yeah. to fuck Lois Lane, I think. I'm sorry. I'll fucking fly and jerk off on everybody from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> just do a freaking Homelander. Just stand on top of that That's, statue. Dude, just... I see. I know why he does it. I get it. I would do it, too. Sure. Who's going to stop you? Yeah. No so, one. So this one, actually, this Gen V, if you check out the trailer, it's definitely a spinoff of the boys. It looks amazing. Very much in the same vein. It's like the new mutants of the X-Men. You know, yeah. it's like the college, you know, the Gen V. It's just, uh, you know, because we all know you're not born with superpowers. They give them to you for a good price. Yeah, you got to fall in a vat of chemicals to get those superpowers. Yeah, you got to do a Joker style. So, yeah, that one is out there. And that comes out, I want to say, end September. of September? Yeah, September 29th, I think. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that, definitely. Did and you happen to see the new trailer for the new Japanese uh Godzilla movie? Godzilla minus one. Yes, minus one. Yes. It, it looks, looks so good. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's a Korean, it not, it's Japanese, Japanese movie, so it's got the subtitles and everything on it, but it looks, it's old school. Like, I thought at first it was a video game, so I was like, yeah. ah, I thought it was a trailer for a video game, but then I was like, no, this is a movie that's coming out. It's, well, you know, from that whole, uh, the whole era of, you know, the, the old Toho, I think it is. Yeah, or, yeah it looks freaking so badass it's, it reminds me of being a kid watching those Godzilla movies on Saturdays not as cheesy but updated but that same vibe yeah they haven't really been able to nail I mean, with, magic yeah I mean it's it's you know they had Godzilla versus Kong which I saw which was like alright yeah you know they had the other Godzilla movie with freaking Matthew Broderick and then they uh, had the other the Rise American of the Monsters then they had Walter White one and I'm just like well, that's why. Well, it's it's. I guess it's a good time to be a Godzilla fan because you not only have that minus one coming out, mm -hmm. but you have Monarch Legacy of Monsters, which is the Godzilla TV show that Apple TV is producing. That's right. And Apple TV has been fucking hitting home runs on everything they've been having lately. Godzilla. All the sh all their shows that they've been having, Invasion is so good. Yeah. Um, I've been watching that show Foundation on Apple TV. It's so good. Mm. Like all their shows they got coming out, especially science fictiony stuff. Is, is si top notch. Is Silo on Apple TV? Yep. Yeah, I heard Silo was really good so too. Good. So, yeah, it's getting tough. We were talking about that before when we got on mic about all these streaming services and how it's like. I just got an email about Disney going up to fifteen bucks. Uh, Fucking Disney. Even YouTube Premium, I had for a while. That's going up to fifteen bucks. I got rid of. I'm like purging all of my streaming stuff and going down to either not having it or having the ad one because it's like half the price. People were all excited about, oh, we're going to cut the cord. It's like, you cut the cord, you're still paying $100 for your modem internet service, and now you have 18 freaking apps that yeah, cost Instead about. of paying $279 a month for cable, you're paying $100 for internet service and $200. you are paying even more for all these streaming services with your internet service. Yeah, I recently sat down because I, you know, we talked about the new job and I'm, I'm straightening out my finances and all that stuff and I, I broke it down. I'm like, I'm spending $85 a month just on 
subscriptions to stuff. Mm-mm. Not anymore. I cut the cord. <laughs> but the only other thing that I watched trailer-wise was I saw, and I completely forgot that... Remember that Eli Roth, um, he had that fake trailer in Grindhouse for Thanksgiving? Yeah. he has the, the, He's finally putting out the movie. Oh. It's been like, what, 10 years? Finally, he puts it out. And they put out the trailer, and I'm watching the trailer, and I'm like, okay, like kind of the, the appeal of Thanksgiving, the trailer from the from the Grindhouse movie was that it's very grainy, it's very 70s, very... This new Thanksgiving one, it looks good. I mean, I, I, I'll... I love Eli Roth. I love all his movies, all the Hostel and Green Inferno, and even that. I even watched the the horrible Death Wish remake he did with Bruce Willis. Yeah. Um, even the the guy with the clock in his balls, uh, whatever that movie was, <laughs> the house with the clock in his walls. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a fan. I don't know why. I'm just a great fan. But uh, watching this Thanksgiving trailer, I'm just like, uh, okay, it, it looks too. Oh. I mean, we'll see how it is, but it looks too polished. It looks too, okay. like, you know, we'll watch the trailer later, but it's just like, you know, like, okay. I mean, it's cool to have a Thanksgiving, you know, a Thanksgiving horror movie because there really isn't one except for uh, Thanksgiving, which we don't talk about. No, I haven't seen it. With the freaking, oh, God. <laughs> Have you never seen any of the Thanksgiving movies? It's like a freaking, it's like the sloth movie and all that. It's like a killer turkey. <laughs> oh god it's so bad well well that's like the other movie that i saw the tra- i started watching the trailer and it was so cheesy and bad i just stopped like a minute into the trailer i was like i'm not even gonna finish watching this mary had a little lamb the horror movie <laughs> it's just so cheesy bad i'm like there's bad and then there's bad and this is like winnie the pooh blood and honey bad that wow. movie was so fucking bad Oh, I know. It was unwatchable. It's the cat. It's the cat. <laughs> the cat is like scratching your chair. Uh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It was hey, a, putty tat. It was a gift. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so lots of trailers out there, kids. Uh, we put all of them on our uh, Hey Pal What's New Facebook page. So if you want to check these out, check them out. Go on the page. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, you can check out these trailers. So I know we have a lot of TV. Do you we- want to do But movies? We both saw one movie that I was like. I'm going to totally get John Alex on this one. I'm like, he's never... I'm, I'm going to watch this movie, and he's never seen it. And you're like, yeah, I saw it. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and that movie was? Would you like to inform everybody? Uh, yeah, not the usual uh, particular brand of vodka for me, but we did watch... Uh, you are so not invited to my bat mitzvah. <laughs> Adam Sandler. Starring Girl. Adam Sandler and, and both of his daughters. Yes. And... Look, it was a fun, you know, I thought it was, tweeny movie. I thought it was great. We were sitting on the... Manal and I were watching TV, and I put on Netflix because I was, like, just trying to find something to watch. And that came up, and Manal goes, oh, I really wanted to see that movie. And I was like, now, you know, full disclosure, my, my girl doesn't really watch TV at, like, at all, you know? Right. But I'm, like, the TV junkie. I'm watching that, and I'm like you know what, she wants to watch this movie, I'll, you know, not like I have to give her permission, but I'm like, oh, we'll watch this movie together. We don't watch it, we, you know, we watch stuff together. But anyway, I digress. So, she, you know, when she shows an interest in a movie, I'm like, oh, absolutely. So where was I? Oh, you know, watching that. And so I was like, all right, let's watch this movie. And yeah. I found it very cute, you know, being a father of two daughters, you know. Sure. Um, you get the teenage, oh, dad, dad, dad. You know, a lot of that stuff. And, you know, full disclosure, I'm not Jewish. I have, I've been to bat mitzvahs. I've played, actually, at bat mitzvahs in the cover band. I fucked a Jew. Did you? Yeah. I did, too. I'm not going to give you her name on the air. Episode 69. Check that out. Um, But, yeah, anyway. (laughs) She Um, was so Jewish, she had separate pots and pans for cooking. So, kosher versus non-kosher. Ooh, Mm. that's old school. Well, you know, like my girl used to live in. At least I didn't have to do it through a sheet. I digress, though. If you ever had to do it through a sheet, would you be so tempted to just say, I got a rock? <laughs> Draw a smiley face on the sheet. We're just being... She's enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. You're having sex through a sheet. You draw a smiley face <laughs> on it. I'm just going to pretend like you like this. <laughs> yeah, just take the plastic bag. Have a nice day. Just put it over it. Aww. Oh, wait. We have it this way. She means she's sad. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, anyway, I told you my problem with that movie. I got to get out of the gutter. 
My, my pr- here's my problem with that movie. <laughs> and, and I, I, scene in it? <laughs> yes. I challenge you to go back and watch it and not be completely distracted. Adam Sandler's daughter, the main daughter in that movie, yeah. she does this little like she keeps doing this mouth thing where she like 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 she's rolling her lip through the entire movie. Okay. And it's so fucking distracting. It's it's a tick. It's got to be a tick she's got that she does that. Well, it's like watching Jim Norton with the blinkity blinks. Right. Oh, it drives you nuts. I, that's why I, I prefer to listen to Jim Norton than watch a Jim Norton special because I don't want to watch him with the blinky blink. Not that he's not a handsome gentleman, but, you know, we just it's a little distracting. The but man yeah, looks it, like a five foot four penis, okay? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> He's not that handsome. No, I'm not. Little uh, Jimmy. I'm teasing. Um, and he's soft and mushy. He's a little doughy. He's a little doughboy. Like, like he's do- a Pillsbury doughboy. I like doughy Jim Norton. I do. Um, but yeah, I mean, going back to this movie, I just, uh, I just thought it was cute. I, I really did. I, it wasn't like a, oh my god, it's just like freaking Citizen Kane. But you know, what is Citizen Kane at this point, right? Well, Am I right, people? <laughs> yeah. And the other thing that we brought up, I mean, like I said. Adam Sandler must have a picture of, like, the CEO of Netflix, like, blowing a horse. Oh, yeah. Because he's got some deal. He's been putting out. And I love Adam Sandler. I love his movies. I think there's even stuff like freaking That's My Boy and all that stuff. I think it's funny. But, like, the last couple, everything he's put out on Netflix has been dog shit. Yep. Even that one was that on Netflix the one where he's like the the jeweler guy who's in no, the Diamond un, District. Uncut Gems. I I will say Uncut Gems is a great movie. Was it? I couldn't get into it. It was just it felt too slow in the beginning. It was a little slow in the beginning, but when it picks up, like because because he's such a gambler, and it's like it's like nerve wracking. Like it almost like gives you anxiety. You're just like Whoa, yeah. I, too, I, I have like he anxiety. has everything solved, and then he just bets it away and you're like why <laughs> you know but it was it was different if you watch that movie though you could look at uncut gems and see adam sandler his character you could have put john totoro in that you would have never have known the difference he oh. looks ex- he dresses and looks exactly like john totoro. maybe he should have put john totoro maybe he turned it down they said let's give it to him you know but he got a lot of praise for that but herbie halloween uh, hubby <laughs> is it herbie or hubby I don't even know. I don't even see it. I think it. it's Ho- Hubie Halloween. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, he's... His he daughter's must, in that movie, too. Yeah. I mean, he must have a picture of the CEO of Netflix blowing, blowing a horse. horse. Because he got some deal on there, and then he keeps putting out trash. And they're just like, yay, do more. Do more. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> but this one, I, I would actually... If you're a father of daughters, I even though the Jewish angle, if you're not, if you're not Jewish, you know, I did learn some certain things about it. And I'm just like... You know, if if it's a father daughter thing, even though he's not really in it that much, and we talked about the other thing about Adam Sandler, not only does he have blackmail pictures of of the Netflix guy, he has some kind of deal with his wife because all the movies he makes, every wife that he has in those movies are fucking smoke shows. Yep, Jennifer Aniston, Kate Beckinsale, um, well, in uh, this Selma, one, Selma Hayek, like all these movies. And if you look at it, it's like the King of Queens thing I always say. I was like, no way is freaking Kevin James banging that who, chick. Who was his wife in this one? I don't know, but his what? wife was the, the other mom. The other mom. But I think wasn't it like Idina Menzel, the woman who does like the Frozen voice or whatever? Yeah, yeah, It was yeah, her. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And it's like he just finds like smoke shows and that play his wife. And meanwhile, like the one movie where his children are in it and his actual wife is in it, she doesn't play his wife. <laughs> It would be so easy. Man, I don't know, man. Adam Sandler, I mean, look, give me a I, call. I, I, I don't did know like, what's going on. I did like the natural chemistry between him and his kids. That comes from them being his kids. Yep. But my favorite part, the least favorite part that took me out was that freaking facial tick his daughter's got. Yeah. Like, I didn't notice it. Was, it but... Those are the kind of things I notice in movies, and it's so distracting. The, my favorite part was the fucking rabbi. <laughs> She oh is God. nuts. The rabbi. <laughs> the rabbi lady. She is crazy. Oh, my God. And Hit funny me. As what about, fuck. was it DJ Shmuley or something DJ like that? DJ Shmuley. And he's bald. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> DJ Shmuley and the rabbi are the best part of that entire thing. Oh, opinion. yeah. There was, it was some. And so if, it's, it's a really. I mean, if you're on Netflix, man, give it a shot. I mean, I don't know where he. he you know, he has these kids in Jewish school. It's a totally Jewish school. Hebrew school yeah. yeah, Hebrew school. Everybody's. I'm like. What land is this? There's so many kids that you could fill a, a Hebrew school with, but I guess maybe they're from all over. I don't know. only movie I saw 
Equalizer 3 with Denzel and his pinky. Denzel. Denzel and his little pinky that's all. Oh, yeah, he's got a little distorted pinky. Um, I, I found it very enjoyable. It was very in line with the other. I know it's getting some shit that everybody's like, it's not that good. It's not that great. Look, it, it's the Equalizer. Yeah. And it doesn't have the same kind of fast-paced, crazy action scenes that the first two had. But I can accept that because not only is Denzel 60-something years old, yeah. But his character is older too. He's not going to be able to like move the way and do the things that you're used to seeing him do. Yeah, like we so we always talk about the uh, Dad by John Wick, nobody. Yeah. That movie. It's like sometimes you need like a little switch, you know, for every big action star, you got the nobody, you got freaking Liam ne- Neeson and his big horse cock. And, that's right. Uh, <laughs> Hollywood Babylon. Well, maybe, that's, maybe that's who uh, Adam Sandler has pictures of the head of Netflix blowing. Liam Neeson's horse cock. Maybe. I don't know, man. He's got some... Adam, call me. <laughs> He's got some wild build dick going on. Anyway. Oh, boy. I didn't know. We didn't get the little no spoiler about that. I didn't see it yet. It's funny how we will spoil the shit out of everything else, but not for each other. No. Actually, I wouldn't care if you talked about it, but we should get into TV because um, obviously the uh, the big Jedi in the room is Ahsoka. We can do yeah. that or, you know, there's some other stuff. First of all, I want to say when we're starting off on TV, are you caught up at winning time? Yes. How freaking good is that show? Dude, how funny is it? First off, you saw my post that every time I watch that show, it's like based on the book Winning Time by Jeff Perlman. I pause yes. and I go. I know that guy. Well, how about the last How about one? the fact that Jeff Perlman's playing Jeff in the movie? Yeah. In the show. Yeah. When, when he goes, uh, yeah, Jeff. And he's like, wait, so who's going to be coaching? I was like, wait, did Je- is Jeff's character's name Jeff? Oh, yeah. I followed it. I follow him on Instagram and stuff. And he was talking about how he was going to be in the season. And he was playing a reporter and stuff like that. So I knew he was coming. So I was like, oh, shit, there he is. You know, so that was fun. But like that. Talk about like you know I I was a little bit late to the party I started with it and then fell off and then caught up you know when I was right. home uh, and now I'm completely caught up season two the moment it's like uh, if if you're not like a, you all know that Adrian Brody's Pat Riley right? right and Pat Riley is like the coach of the Lakers dude I see I don't know I didn't know that much about that all mm-hmm. and like I found myself going like wait hold on I got to look this up and see what's supposed to be happening here. Yeah. So, like, I read up on it and found out, like, everything that was supposed to happen didn't make the show any less exciting. No, no, not at all. It was it was very uh, watching that show just because I know the history of the Lakers, not really as in-depth as the show. But you see Pat Riley, who's a legendary coach of the Lakers, being yeah. this, like, wishy-washy kind of, like, back to, to uh, the other the other coach, Jim, or whatever yeah. his name was, that they fired. Um, and you're just wait. It's like it's you're waiting for Anakin to be Vader. Yeah, you're like when he finally everybody's pushing over Pat Riley, like oh whatever, coach, yeah, whatever. hey coach, hey we're going out, you should go out with us. Like what the? F-? And he starts yelling at them. And that moment was like Anakin turning into Vader for me. I was like, oh, there's Pat Riley. There, there's the Pat Riley. <laughs> That's the, and I'm yeah. not even a huge Lakers fan. I was never a big Lakers fan, but I know it's like when you saw him in the background for the two seasons, you're like, when when is he gonna be? When is he going to well, be the Pat Riley? Yeah, know? and I didn't know the other guy um, who plays the other coach. The yeah. the other guy who's co-coaching with him when they fire the other guy. Yeah. That, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. guy, when you look at the NBA logo, the guy dribbling the basketball, mm. that's him. Wow. I had no idea. that Because they explained it in the first season. They're like, whenever you see the NBA logo and you see that silhouette of the guy dribbling the basketball, that's him. The guy who never won a championship. I didn't know, like... He is that silhouette logo of the guy dribbling a basketball. Is him? I never knew that. Yeah, but I'm just so, I am just loving this show. And if you're not watching it on HBO, you don't even have to be like a big sports fan. It's just the ins and outs of it. And like we know all the players, right? We know the Larry. I mean, the guy who plays Larry Bird is killing it. He's oh, like yeah. exactly like it. The guy that played Magic, Kareem, all of them. You're just like, oh my god, it's crazy. Well, and also, when that Pat Riley moment was like the best. Jerry West. Jerry West, yes. Now, I love, at first it was a little annoying, but I find it really adds to the show. The fact that they're filming it like it, like it's a TV show in the 80s. Yeah. The kind of like slightly washed out grainy video. It's not like super high def, crisp, sharp. Yeah. It's got that bit of a, a din to it, if you will. That makes it much look like it's almost a documentary from the 80s. That's what I was saying about that Eli Roth Thanksgiving movie. I'm like, why didn't you shoot it the way that you shot the trailer? It would have like that grainy kind of 70s, like grindhouse type movie. Now it's like it's too slick. 
Yeah. I don't know, but I'll give it a chance, like I said. But I wanted to get that out of the way just because winning time is freaking killing it. And if you're not watching it, watch it. Yeah, Jason Siegel is Paul Westhead. Yes. Who, like, annoys the shit out of me. Oh, and he's, he's just like, just a, do the system. Do the system. I want your respect. They need to respect me. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah, nobody respected you when you were under your freaking Padawan. It's so good. It's so, so good. good. Yeah, other than that, um, I guess we could talk about, I mean, you saw that you watched Heels. Um, yeah, it was good. It was yeah. I'm gonna watch it this weekend, so we'll definitely. Uh, we haven't really done deep that. dives on heels, but honestly, man, if anybody's a wrestling fan out there, and even even totally agrees, this show is way better than it should be. Oh yeah, and it's got everything you want from the show. That it makes you like, I mean, some of those speeches that fucking Wild Bill gives you, I want to get up and fucking I don't know, go out and punch someone in the face. It just seems like all these shows, like Winning Time, Ahsoka. Uh, heels, they're all like peaking at the same moment. Yep. You notice that? Like the winning time one was amazing. We're going to talk about Ahsoka, which I thought, yeah, you had definitely some problems with it. I, I thought did. it was like Empire Strikes Back good. Um, Maybe I have to rewatch it. Heels know. type stuff. I was like, oh my God, all these shows are great. So I'm excited to see Heels. But yeah, let's talk about the big, uh, the big Padawan in the room. The big Padawan in the room, Ahsoka. Yeah. So. So I kind of feel like it's becoming a little, I don't know, like lazy. I don't know if that's the right word. Um, I feel like they're just kind of like slapping things, like just slapping things down the table to get through it. As good as it is, I don't feel like they're giving as much thought to it as they should be. Uh, um, yeah, I mean. Like I can figure out exactly what's going to happen every single f- fucking time. Well, that's always the problem, too, with prequels and stuff like that. Like, you know what happens Technically, well, like when she falls off the cliff, I'm like, she's not dead. Yeah, she can't die. It's her fucking show, and there's three episodes left in this thing. She can't fucking die, right? There's three left or four. Is uh, it an eight episode season or? A six? I think it's an eight episode one. So there's four more episodes to go. How are they going to do four more episodes of the Ahsoka show without Ahsoka? Yeah. That I mean, aside, I mean, I knew, but like, I I knew then she's not dead. She's going to show up in the world between worlds. And I knew that that's what was going to happen. And the second they, like, showed the water and started painting, you saw her face, I was like, oh, this is her in the world between worlds. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they, what they're going to have to do, the challenge that they're going to have to do is we discussed it where in the beginning we're like, well, you don't really have to be a Rebels fan to get into mm. it. Now you're getting to the point where you're like, if you're not a Rebels fan, you're like, I don't get it. What's going on? You know, um, it's great that if you are, you know, you see like, oh, world between worlds and stuff like that. But, yeah, I mean. For me, I mean, I really, really enjoyed this episode. Um, like we were saying, it's it's good to have the Star Wars, the lightsabers back, and the. I mean, that whole thing with what what's that guy's name? One of the the Gray Jedi, uh, the one that fights Ahsoka. What's his name? Oh, um, the, uh, it's Shin Hadi. Yes, she is. Yes, and uh, Balin Skull. Balin, uh, Balin is like old school Jedi, but he's not a Sith. He's very gray Jedi. Like he's like yeah. he still has the well, Jedi code, but he he's kind of like like Ahsoka. She took off on she left the Jedi Order, and this guy is kind of the same thing. And this this is where the super nerds come in because you've watched Screen Crush talk about the show, mm-hmm. and he points out the fact that he's not really a Sith because his lightsaber's not red; it's orange. Yeah, which means he has kind of gone full to the darks. He's just a bitter. Jedi, who's yeah. just like I'm done, like Ahsoka was, like I'm walking away from this shit, and he made his choice to follow the path. He's almost like a hot, like a um, like hot. a mercenary. Yeah, like whoever needs me to do, whoever can help me get get what I want. And I wonder what his end game is. What yeah. is he looking for? Well, you got to figure too. At this point in the game, like the Jedi Order is scattered. You right. know. Um, it's not like they have, you know, Luke at this point is trying to bring the Jedi Order back, you know, so there's a bunch. It's so funny when, when you watch Revenge of the Sith or whatever, they're like, they killed all the Jedi. Well, except these 45, (laughs) except all these Jedi, they all start popping out. You're like, oh my God, how many Jedi survived this? Well, there's, there's some talk too, that with Balin Skull and Shin Hadi, yes, she is, (laughs) that Shin Hadi is actually his daughter. It could be, which is why he gets so distracted when, you know, she she sees when Ahsoka sees Shin Hadi and's like assumes that um, she's dead, mm-hmm. 
and then sends her fl- use the force to send her flying like she loses her shit like Sith style and like sends oh, her yeah. flying into those rocks and he's like whoa and the the fact that he reacts so emotionally to that people are like maybe she's his daughter it could be you don't know which I mean well the Padawans and the and the the masters kind of you know they they're like father son kind of thing or whatever I don't know but I did like as far as um. It had a very Revenge of the Sith, Empire Strikes Back thing, yeah. where it's like they're trapped on an island, just like they were trapped with the Minoc and the yep. freaking asteroids. Um, there's that whole, it ends on a downer, because the, the bad guys pretty much win, win. at yeah. that point. And the fact that Balin, uh, you know, goes to uh, Sabine and says, you know, she's like, he, and he, he's true to his word. He's like, come with me. If you want to see Ezra, give me the map. We'll go to the unknown regions and get your guy Ezra. You have my word. You have my word. No harm will come to you. And even Jinhani, whatever, was trying to choke. Shinhani. Shinhani. She was trying to force choke her. And Balin's like, no. No, I'm true to my word. I'm going to take her to see Unlike her master. Oh, yeah. I'm true to my word. Yep. Yeah, so they did that. So that was that whole thing where when they were both Ahsoka and Sabine were going out, you know, Ahsoka was saying, you know, it might, even though, you know, you want to find Ezra and all this stuff like that. It the cost is too great. Like yeah. we need to if if we have a chance to destroy this map in order to save the greater good to keep have, them from going. Yes, we have to do if it. If we can't be the ones who go, then nobody can go. Yeah, and she couldn't do it. But, but she could not but do re- it. Ready? And someone else pointed this out. What the fuck was she gonna do with her blaster and that map when fucking he he had to like stick his fucking lightsaber in it and see how much it took for him to destroy it. At the time before that happened, and look, we we're gonna we're gonna have mark my words, we are gonna have an Indiana Jones moment because fucking Ahsoka has that map burned on her hand now <laughs> from grabbing it, and they're gonna use that thing on her hand to get. But there is some thought that now that she's in the world between worlds, she can, she just, can just walk out across the universe where she's got to go because there's talk that the world between worlds was. The way that you were able to actually travel, it's part of hyperspace. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if that happens. Yeah, I mean, I think definitely for this next episode, I think it's going to be very Ahsoka and Anakin heavy. Um, and they're going to hopefully explain all this stuff. Hopefully hopefully the, the de-aging shit isn't as bad as it was on that. They, they fixed. I don't get it. I really don't get it. The, the Mandalorian season two, that one, he looked like a video game. Luke. Right. Then they got that deep fake guy. And he did... Mandalorian 3 with Luke and looked phenomenal. Right. It looked great. He leaves and now they're back to freaking computer ge- computer generated shit. But at the same time, Marvel can do it with some other guy. The deep fakes they've been doing with like uh Nick 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 Fury. Nick Fury. The aging with Nick Fury was fucking phenomenal. And the one with uh god, I can't remember any of their names now, like freaking Hank Pym and oh, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Get that guy. Get that guy in the Lucasfilm and start doing this stuff. And, like, Anakin's not, you know, Hayden Christensen, he, you got to de-age him maybe 15 years at that. Oh, I know. Throw, throw some pancake makeup on the motherfucker. He'd be fine. You don't have to deep fake him that bad. But, hey, look, man, I thought it was amazing. Uh, I love the whole thing of, like, keeping the map. You know, like, he, he did, you know, Sabine had to do the old turn. Um, he puts it and he puts his lightsaber on his belly. He's like, click. I don't need this. Yep. Yeah, exactly. He so, does that sit thing where he's like, he's going to appeal to like your, your, your greedy side. Yeah. And are there plot holes? Sure. There's certain things in there. Like a lot of people were saying with all this stuff going on with Ron, it's like, nobody's calling Luke. Nobody's calling Han or Lair. Where are they? This is, oh, yeah. you know, this is, they're still alive. This at is this their point. wheelhouse too. Yeah. You know, he's out on an island somewhere trying to rebuild the Jedi, Jedi Order. You think, like, Ahsoka and Ahsoka and, and Luke were chatting. They know each Grogu. other. You would think Ahsoka would be like, hey, Luke, dude, they're talking about Thrawn coming back. You got to help me out here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so I think he might show up. Well, yeah. um, and if you do, like, look, it's the whole deep thing. I would prefer them recasting, I think. As yeah. much as Mark Hamill, where he's beloved, uh, you know, Carrie Fisher and. You know, Harrison Ford, they tried that with the other solo guy. Didn't really kind of do that. Get Jamie Costa. Um, Yeah. But, you know, you can get Jamie Costa. You can get freaking, uh, what's his nuts? Winter Soldier to play Luke. Oh, yeah. And freaking Sebastian Stan. 
Yeah, and then get Millie Bobby Brown to play Leia. You've seen those pictures yep. of her dresses Leia. She looks just like her. I'm and like, you know what? That's the solution. Get a big-name actor that everybody knows who can pull that off, put them in the role, and I think fans would be a lot more forgiving when you see Millie Bobby Brown as Leia. It's like, okay, it's Millie Bobby Brown. I can accept that. Yeah, I mean, how many times have we rebooted Spider-Man and Batman and all this stuff? It's like, we... We're big boys now. We could we could handle it. We're, I know we're, telling, a, we're telling a story. It's just an actor playing a part in a story. We're here for the story, not for yeah the continuity of oh well you know that's not really Princess Leia because she's not the actress who played her. I would rather see them recast a Luke, a younger Luke, and have him do that stuff rather than de aging an old Mark Hamill. As much as I love Mark Hamill, he is America's treasure. Let him rest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and, you know, as much, as much as I always say, let's get away from the Skywalkers. Let's get away from the Skywalkers. You kind of need them at this point. Well, in a couple of weeks, I guess it was a couple of weeks back, I pointed out in the news that Mark Hamill said he fully supports recasting Luke and Luke Skywalker in these shows. Yeah, well, it, sorry, Mark. At the same time, you don't have a choice. <laughs> no. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy wants a new friggin' Luke. She'll get a new Luke. But. Well, but that's the thing is when he, when someone like him is like, I give my blessing, just do it. Then the, I think the fans are a little more like, well, you know, it's got Mark Hamill's blessing. Yeah, yeah, I would so not. Okay. I would not be pissed off at all. You know, nope. who wants freaking uh, Harrison Ford playing, you know, a de-age Solo? It's like, all right, so they didn't really nail the young Solo with that right. other movie. I mean, he was good, but he just wasn't. You, you need sometimes you have to kind of. It might actually have been a better movie if. It had come out before all the other Star Wars shit. Yeah, it was looped in where we were doing every December, and then all of a sudden it was like, here, here's another Star Wars movie. It was that whole greedy thing with the with the Disney and all that yeah. stuff where it was like, let's keep giving them content. Keep dump, 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 dump. And it's like, you got to kind of, you know. Solo was not a bad, <laughs> Solo was not a bad movie. Um, it just wasn't the right casting in the right no. time. So, yeah, man. Uh, so I think now that we've... Uh, now that we've beat Ahsoka to death, yeah. Do we have a Oh. Oh, my mom was supposed to be watching. Oh, they always say that. Anywho, yeah, Bobby's indeed everybody. Well, since you you stole my thunder with all the uh the damn music deaths. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. No, you have to hit those up first. You know the the goddamn death dedications. You have to do that. God we'll go damn. through some of the uh, some of the music that's been out there. Uh, did the old discover thing on there. First one I saw. We did talk about the uh, Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, um, yeah. Her full length album Guts came out. Oh, she's um, got a full length. I'm telling you, dude. Don't sleep on the Rodrigo. I'm she's not. got some. Uh, she's got some good hits, man. A lot of this stuff. Uh, uh, this week is a lot of female friendly, female fronted rock. This oh. week, yeah, we. I mean, um, haven't listened to the whole record yet for for uh, Olivia. I've heard the two singles. Okay. Um, it, you know, she she definitely they. She's almost in that that area where she's getting a little, little heavy on the guitars and stuff. And her last album was really really good. So that one's out there. Another one, a single. The rest of them here are singles. Um, are, are girls hoity toity. Another oh, single yes. out. Another single out. This one I called without that. a without a sound. Um, haven't really listened to it yet. I'll be honest with you, but I did see it out there. It's not. I, look, I don't have a commute anymore, and I'm on a camera all the time. I don't really have the time. Um, but I did see that. Another one I did listen to is we talked about Code Orange. Yeah. Um, great band. Really, really heavy as shit. Um, but they've been doing in the last couple of songs. Um, you know, they have uh, the female guitar player and she's she sings on some of the songs, but it's always been really, really heavy. Right. Um, this song they have out, Mirror, it is, it's good, but it's like completely different. Like, she used to be in a band. Now, I wish I could remember her name. She's actually a really good guitar player. And she's really cool. And she, she's got a great voice. Her songs I like a lot more than some of the other ones. She had another band. I can't remember the name of the band, but it was very indie and like just kind of throwback '90s kind of. Dare I say grunge? Oh, very melodic. That's what this song sounds like, and I'm like, so this album that they have coming out, it's just going to be all over the place. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Sometimes with bands, I like when they experiment, but at the same time, it's like 
if you're going to do a song like this that doesn't have the real heaviness and the great stuff that I normally expect, I'm like, just call it something else. Like, just, you know, do something else. But, hey, look, they're Code Orange. They're good stuff. Um, other than that, there's really only two that I saw on here. Um, uh, this band Vended. Have we talked about Vended before? Oh. No. Um, it is Corey Taylor's son has a band. They're very Slipknotish. Nah. Um you know, they they, they have if, if you hear his voice, he does sound like a very young Corey Taylor. Um and the music's very slipknot kind of you know, slipknot esque. Um but they have a song out called Am I the Only One? It's actually really, really good. Um I like their music a lot. It's they're starting to branch out a little bit. Okay. Um Corey Taylor's son is actually he was on TikTok for a while. I don't think he's on there. He's a real character. Uh, he's really just he's really a funny dude. Um, but his band is really, really good. And then we have to hit it here. Uh, oh, can I help you, sir? Yes, what is this? Huh? This is whack. I can't get jiggy with this shit. I thought you were dead. Um, hey, kids. The Rolling Stones have a new song out. What? <laughs> Their first one in 18 years. Uh, it's a song called Angry. Uh, I listened to it. Look, I'm a huge Stones fan. I love all their stuff. Um, you know, even the 80s stuff. That's kind of Harlem Shuffle, one hit to the body kind of stuff. And I like a lot of their, their stuff over the years, you know. Um, this okay. song is, you know, it's the Rolling Stones. It's the Stones. They're not really reinventing the wheel. At this point in the game, though, when you're that, I mean, Mick Jagger and Keith are like, what, in their 80s at this point? Um, they're still putting out music. They're st- I mean, they still got it. I mean, at least Mick does. I mean, I know Keith still plays guitar great and everything, but he looks like a corpse. Um, <laughs> they lost freaking, you know, they're down to, well, they got Ronnie Wood still, obviously. And, uh, you know, they lost the drummer. Um, so it's kind of like, it's it's not a bad song. It's just like, okay, um, at this point in your career, do you have anything to prove? No. But it goes to show, it kind of warms your heart to the fact that, like, even a band like the Stones, they still want to put out new music. Now, right. granted, they haven't put out new music in 20 years, but they have this one song. They have an album coming out soon, and I'm just kind of like, okay. Maybe someone's got a mortgage to pay. Somebody's got freaking guns. They're like worried about, you know, hey, man, I'm almost in the grave. I better uh, <laughs> get this stuff out. So, yeah, I mean, that's really it for the music stuff. Um, I mean, there's a lot of different, different stuff out there. Um, you know, some stuff, you know, very female-fronted stuff, and... Uh, some stuff on the radar that you See, haven't really... My Discover uh, Radar is just chock full of fucking re-release shit. Like, ready? The 30th anniversary re-release of Dookie. Yeah, I saw that too. Like, the do we really... Reverend Horton Heat live in Houston. Yeah. Who cares? Bouncing Souls. Um, I didn't listen to most of this. There is a couple of songs that intrigue me, but I haven't been able to listen to them yet. But I don't see anything good good that I'm like, ooh, I can't wait to listen to that. The only thing, honestly... That I can't wait to listen to. I I actually just noticed it when I got here was that new Hoity Toity song. Yeah, I don't know why I love Hoity Toity so much. Probably because it it makes me think about the early days of doing this podcast. It was one of like the first. I think it was one of the first new music things that we taught you talked about was yeah. Hoity Toity. And I found them on TikTok. And actually, the singer guitar player has her own separate channel. If you've ever seen it? I'll yeah. show it to you later. Where she's just she takes. Like metal songs, like Mr. Crowley, right. or you know, a whole like maybe that there's a Metallica song. She plays the solo note for note and just like stares at the camera and plays it. You're like, my my favorite was where she that people were giving her shit, going, "You've sped that up. It's not real." Yeah, and she puts the fucking ramen noodles in the microwave and hits one minute and plays, and then stops as it goes ding, and she goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." She's great. So the band is great. They write real catchy stuff. Um, yeah, so there's there's some new stuff out there which is cool, and uh, like I said, give give that a spin, um, give a lot Olivia Rodrigo a chance. Um, she's very I, I like a lot of her. So we do a few of her songs in, in the cover band, and uh, you know, at first I was just like, oh god, Disney Channel, like, oh god, when is this guy? But she's really really good, and she's putting the rock. And this, apparently, this album is like. Uh, I talked to uh, one of my friends in the cover band where he works for T-Mobile and they were doing this whole like you know release for her album where they were taking her and then 
simulcasting at Target because I guess Target's sponsoring her tour in right. LA and they were doing like a hologram thing and it's just like it's a lot of hype behind this record because I guess the Damn. last record did really really well so good on her well, good man. for her yeah you know she's no T-Swifty but she's not T-Swifty but she's getting up there she's like T-Swifty with bowls yeah with well, bowls so yeah she's she's more popular than the fucking parrot heads <laughs> the fuck the parrot heads that's right hey that's look this week's last, episode fuck the parrot heads last time we picked on the swifties did you notice the numbers went up <laughs> i think they were trying to find us and going like kind of like when i had that song sweetener on yeah. on my third album where uh all of a sudden it was like blowing up and i'm like wow okay people really like the song I mean, it was a good song but then i found out that ariana grande had a song called sweetener and i think people just kind of stumbled on it well, that way yeah that's like the youtube video i had of mila when she was a baby she used to growl yeah and i, I <laughs> called it evil baby growls and that was when that video of that kid who would like go <laughs> and then do the serious face mm-hmm. was so popular and it kind of got if you like that watch this and it went from like a hundred views to four million in like <laughs> six months can we go on that channel and just take it over? <laughs> Which channel? My my YouTube channel? The one that's got 4 million views on it. That, that video's got 4 million views on it. And people, you know your video has made it when fucking, you know, these Chinese freaking communist people steal your video, copy it, and then repost it to try and get views. They, I've had to hit issue like, that's my video. They don't own that. That's my video. They don't own that. And that's the video that I got called from that TV show, Ridiculousness. They wanted to use it on there. Oh. And they didn't use it, so Mila didn't get her $200. Oh, poor Mila. That's all they pay you. Poor Mo. Yeah, it's MTV. MTV, shame on you. You guys pay like shit. Those poor Jersey Shore guys are still doing that damn vacation show. <laughs> they must are be they poor. really? Oh, God, yeah. Jersey Shore family vacation. I see the commercials for it all the time. No I'm thanks. like... Paulie D still out there on the beach house? Like, what's going on over there? <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> but anyway, All that's right. it with well, the music on there. So. But uh. <laughs> I had to. You know, you got to do it. I, I, why do I feel an animation coming out of me dancing with the freaking butter? But uh, Oh, shit. We're going to get that and the freaking... The, the ha- Here we go. Bring it. Smooth like... But, uh, like criminal undercover. Don't pop like trouble breaking into your heart like that. <laughs> exactly. If You know, listen, thank you so much for watching our, 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 our program. And... Uh, Even if we're fucking hacks, we might be fucking hacks. Look, we're gonna. That's why you gotta subscribe to the Patreon, man. We need we need uh, more money to buy hats. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think we did it, man. We're tired. I want to go home and find my wife wearing just a "Hey Pal, What's New" T-shirt and nothing else. Hey, pal, what's new?